because the people that you're selling to are regular people. And then if, if they like the product enough, then pitch the business idea. If you lead with the business idea, people are like, I'm out. Like it's, it's, it's extremely quick that they're like, because they pitch that it's so easy to do. And all you have to do is take their marketing material and use it. It doesn't work. Yes, you can totally do that, but you won't make money. Hi, I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, where I work with female entrepreneurs to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I'm your host for this podcast, Startup Marketing. I'm a mom of three and entrepreneur, so if you ever hear little kids in the background, it's just my life, trying to make this all work while I build a business. I worked as a corporate marketer for over 12 years, where I focused on marketing and branding strategy, along with marketing management. Often, I heard small business owners say they weren't doing any marketing because they couldn't afford to outsource it to an agency and they didn't know how to do it themselves. When I started my business, I knew I could take my expertise and my experience to help women thrive by teaching them how to create strategic marketing plans they could feel confident about and show them the tools to make managing their marketing easy and efficient. So if you're an entrepreneur out there who's Googling how to brand and market your business, you've come to the right place. The goal of Startup Marketing is to make all of my marketing knowledge accessible and actionable so you can take it and level up your business. I'm a huge marketing nerd and I'm passionate about sharing everything I know with you. This podcast is genuinely one of my favorite things to create. So get ready to learn about all things marketing. Hey, 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 and welcome to another episode of Startup Marketing. Today's guest is Gina Tallarico, and she is a ton of fun to listen to. Gina started working online in August of 2018 and went full-time in April of 2019. She helps online business owners gain confidence promoting their business on social media. Gina started her first quote-unquote big girl job in banking and after a year of feeling completely burnt out, decided she could not continue working in a job that she felt stuck in for the next 35 years. She began her business as a virtual assistant and learned that social media was her zone of genius. Recognizing there was a gap in social media marketing, especially when it came to promotion and positioning of businesses online without looking desperate and spammy, she launched her own business, helping other ambitious entrepreneurs leverage social media as free advertising tools for their businesses. We've got a great conversation here with Gina today about how to show up authentically on social media and use it to grow and scale. I am super excited for you to listen to her. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hi, Gina, and welcome to Startup Marketing. I'm excited to have you here today. Okay, thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course. Tell us a little bit about what you do and what your background is. Yeah, yeah. So I have a background in basic marketing. Well, my actual background is in um, finance, but I do not teach that anymore. <laughs> so uh, I'm in, yeah, in social media marketing is my zone of genius for sure. So um, I help business owners um, increase sales using the power of social media. Um, so positioning their business online in a way that is not spammy, that is that feels in line with them. Um, um, and uh, yeah, that just feels good. And and that you know, the using the power of social media, you can you can reach so many people. I mean, the opportunities are endless. So um, being able to teach people how to use it properly is is very exciting. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Uh, so I think it's this conversation comes at a really good time for me because I know I've been kind of like in a funk about um, social media recently, but I think it's also really important because it's um, it's a space that's really kind of intimidating sometimes to be mm-hmm. in, especially when you are starting a business or if you are a business owner, it's really tempting to like copy the people that you see that are doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's really exciting and interesting and it'll be a good conversation to be able to kind of like tell people about how to be a little bit more authentic and be themselves. Um, so mm-hmm. let's let's dive in. What, what is the one thing that's going to make or break someone on social media? Uh, you kind of just hit the nail on the head, honestly. It's it's being yourself. And you know what? Like, yes, you can do all of the research in the world into what's working for other people, and that might not work for you. And so then you're going to walk away from that experience feeling like you're a failure or that you it's your business or maybe it's you and maybe you're not cut out for this. But honestly, in reality, it's just that you haven't found a strategy that works well for you and your audience because I can guarantee you that you are not – You are not who they are personality wise, and you might not even be pitching to the same audience. So you cannot copy them. I mean, like strategy is strategy is strategy. You can take someone's strategy, but put your own content to it. Um, So most of the time that can just be tweaked, um, especially if it's working for somebody else, because, hey, nobody has any unique ideas anymore. It, it, honestly, like it's, it's all been done right. before. Yeah. It's yes. all been done before. Um, but it's, it's figuring out what's going to work for you specifically. And it comes, um, it comes when you get very comfortable in who you are and very comfortable in not looking perfect on social media, which is something that everyone struggles with. And I am in that boat as well. You know, social media has a bad rap for everybody's highlight reel. It's people only share what they want to share on social media. It's not real life. And the minute minute that you step into that space with real life, that's when people start paying attention because they realize that they're not alone with X, Y, and Z. And that's where you want to insert the problem that your business solves. And people will start listening to you. And they, certain people will listen to you before they listen to me because of who you are. Because people, some people might not click with me. Right. Like I'm super loud and very obnoxious (laughs) and some people are just like maybe intimidated or like, that's not their thing. Right. Like it's totally fine. Um, but they might be more equipped to work with you, even if we're offering the same things. Right. Right. And I think too, there's this trend when you step into that, like real life, something I've noticed recently is that everybody is always like, even when they're really like struggling with something, it always comes, they'll kind of like journal about it. That's kind of what I call it. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's this like life monologue thing. And they're like, but it's going to be amazing. And this is all like, it just kind of comes sugar coated. And that's something that has just like grated on me so much recently. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, really? Like, do you actually think that? Are you actually (laughs) in your deepest, darkest moments, you know? And like, let's be real. Do you think it's going to be okay? Mm -hmm. You know? Cause I just, that's something that I have watched time and time again recently. And I'm just like, man, that does not feel genuine. I don't know. Maybe when I'm in a bad mood, <laughs> I genuinely don't think it's going to be better. No. So I have nothing like positive to say. Um, so I think it's really kind of a struggle sometimes to find your own voice and create your own lane on social media. So where does someone start? Like, how do you do it? Yeah, it's... 
because there, there's a definitely a balance that needs to come right and it's being mm-hmm. vulnerable to where you're comfortable I mean you do not need to share your entire life with social media you don't like right you really <laughs> you really don't um but people buy from people especially from businesses so if they don't believe that they know like and trust you they're probably mm-hmm. not going to give you their money unless it's around ten dollars or under I find that you don't really need any personal touch if you're selling a product that's $10 or under. That's why, yeah, it's, it, people will just spend that kind of money. They don't really care. Which honestly, that's a pretty low threshold. And especially, Mm -hmm. you mean, you see a lot of like $17, $30 courses Mm -hmm. or like mini courses Mm -hmm. offered. And like, clearly you still have to have that like no trust. And that doesn't even seem like a lot of money. Totally. I would probably spend 20, 27 bucks and be like, eh, it's fine if it doesn't work yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the average is around $10 and under. Um, so have you invested around that same amount of money before and has it worked out for you? Uh, I don't think I've done $10. I think um, the – I don't know if you're familiar with Elise Dharma at all. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I purchased her Story Vault um, yep. over the summer. And I am a very like uh, textbook example of somebody who will purchase something and then like Leave doesn't it. do what they need. <laughs> I like I went through everything. I watched all the videos. I started using it. Um, and I am just I just social media drains me. Mm-hmm. So even like having something that was put together, it didn't help me the way that I thought it would. It's a mm-hmm. fantastic product. Um but I think hers is the hers is the cheapest. I don't think I've done anything for like yeah. ten bucks. Maybe yeah. because nobody offers me anything for ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so normally if you've purchased something for over ten dollars, so like your threshold might be thirty dollars and under. Because right. you've purchased a product that you have liked, whether you've used it to its full potential or not. So your right. threshold will go up because you did actually enjoy that product, right? And right. so for you now, the people like for myself that I, I um develop digital products you're more or less the the person that I'm, I'm pitching to um, at right. the same time is that I always add something personal in there. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't do paid ads. I don't do like, you're not just going to see me pop up on your feed unless you're following me. Uh, unless sure. it's on Pinterest, but with Pinterest, you're, it's a search engine. Right. So people are right. already looking for that solution. They're actively looking, right. um, but still my landing page has an about me, maybe a video of me. Like they still feel like they know me and then they can spend that, you know, even if it's $50, a video yeah. can, can make a sale for $50, but mm. that's still personal. It's still very personal. You still have to take the time, record the video, talk to yeah. the person specifically and sell your product. It's oh. not a passive product. You I like the idea of the video. Mm-hmm. I'm revamping some stuff right now. So well, I should, I'm going to do a video. I like that. a video on your landing page, you will see an increase in sales. A hundred percent. Awesome. Yeah. So if somebody like, one of the things that I struggle with is that like being vulnerable. That's something that I would struggle with in person too. Like mm-hmm. outside of my really like tight circle of people, there's not, you know, there's maybe, there's maybe degrees. Um, but then when it comes to social media, it feels so impersonal to me that mm-hmm. like my guard and my walls go all the way up and there's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to share a whole lot of anything. And so that's, that's a struggle. And how, 
it doesn't feel like there's space for people like me then on social media because I'm not I'm not super big on sharing my kids. It kind of kind of weirds me out. I will share mm-hmm. I will share every once in a while mm-hmm. or if I capture a picture where like you can't see their faces, like maybe it's like a yep. side profile or yep. from behind. Yep. But like honestly, I don't when I think of taking pictures of my kids, I don't I'm not like, oh, let me <laughs> let me get one from behind so yeah, I can yeah. use it for social media, totally, right? Like totally. I'm always I'm up in their face because I'm their mom and I mm-hmm. want to like I want to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get weird about sharing my kids because I'm like, it just doesn't, they're little. I have like safety concerns and privacy Absolutely. concerns. Um, and then like the rest of it, I'm like, this is stuff that sometimes I even struggle to like articulate to my closest circle when it comes to um you know, talking about like just the kind of the concerns and the fear and like the the big emotions that come mm-hmm. with being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And so by the time it gets to social media, I'm out. So how does somebody like me or if somebody is listening and they're like, yep, that's my life too. Like, how do you go about being vulnerable? Yeah. Like, is it just a practice makes perfect or a little it? bit, and it's realizing that, like, you know, your business is more important than your fear at the time. Um, yeah. Not sharing your children, I completely agree with that. I mean, I, I'm I'm for both, but it's what yeah. you're comfortable with, and I don't think that that's a line that should be crossed for your business, because when it comes to family, I don't mix those two. Uh, I've yeah. got family members that prefer not to be on social media, and I was like, cool. So, like, if we do, like, a, you know, a family gathering, or when we could, like, over a year right, ago. Right, right. Um, <laughs> certain people just opted to not be in photos because I was like, Hey, you guys, like, and I, I tell everyone, Hey, this may show up on my social media. Is that okay with you? Um, or if I'm going to post a photo of somebody, I always ask, but that's, you know, with family members. Um, I know a client that I worked with last year, um, how we got around it was she would just get on stories and it would be her face, but she would tell stories about what happened. You know, if something happened throughout the day with her kids. Mm, And so she would go in there and talk it, talk about it. Like her kids were not in there and she used their first initials. So she called Mm. them A and D. Like she never shared her children's names right, right. at all, even. So she said, right. yeah, we went out to the park with A today and blah, blah, blah. Like, and, and when it's a mm. video like that, if it's not alive and you say their name by accident, you just record a new one. Right, like right. It's really, um, and I think the people who show up with a lot of fear, like, and it's, it's fear of the unknown. It's fear of rejection mm. and it's fear of the unknown. And yeah. if you're, if you don't really, if you're not really confident on what you're doing with social media, well, of course you have a fear of the unknown. Of course, yeah. it's supernatural. Um, and it's of course a fear of rejection, having people not, not, well, not, I mean, not even like, I would rather people like not care than have a negative backlash. Yes. Right? And something Absolutely. that you have to keep in mind is that, I don't know how to put this politely. People don't care. <laughs> No, like, totally. If you, if I you stumble on your words. People <laughs> don't care. That's they honestly, um, they don't. That's the approach that I like take in my personal life too. I have <sighs> like over the past couple of years just drawn back so much. Like I post a lot of like memes and gifts and like things like that because those appeal to me. They make me laugh. Mm-hmm. But I am not like I used to be such like I would share a lot of stuff and then I just sort of like gravitated to this point where I was like. No one cares. I don't care. I'm reading your things, people, and I don't care. You know, it's the same reason I didn't have like a gender reveal party for my kids. Like, I was like, I, I love and care about like my friends that have had it. And I'm like, absolutely. If this is important, I'm going to show up to you. But they're like, you should do it for your kids. I'm like, no one cares. I'm not going to, I am not going to make my family 
drive an hour to see me like pop a balloon or cut a cake or whatever. Like I'm so apathetic. And so when it comes to like my personal social media, I'm absolutely, everybody's just going to hear Willa <laughs> today. You um, podcast too. It's great. <laughs> um, I'm like, I, no one cares. And so then when it comes to like my business stuff, I have sort of that same, same feelings as well. But then it's also just like this, um, this weird hang up about it's so, it's so public and like, I have former coworkers and people that you're just like, now you kind of wonder like, what are you thinking? It's that judgment. It just doesn't feel like a safe space. Even if nobody like trolls me outright, I'm always like, what are they thinking? Like, are my, are my former coworkers? And it's, you know, it's always like the ones where you're like, we were kind of cool, but like, I secretly sometimes didn't like you. So I'm pretty sure you sometimes secretly didn't like me. And so now I feel like you're just here waiting for like this, like, oh, did you see what she was doing? Yeah. And somebody else pointed out. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. And somebody else was like, no one's doing that. Like they don't. And I'm like, I know, but I just, I have to get there. (laughs) Maybe they are. Right. Right. For sure. You know what? And so something to realize is I, I um, promote a lot of mindset work when it comes to mm. me working with my clients because 90% like social media is not hard being brave through it and not like even for that quick example, like you're disassociating your own fear and placing them on somebody else so that you don't have to own your fear that you're right. just afraid. Oh, no, they're right. going to judge me. Like they're literally not like I can get right. into that. They're not. And if they are, they're never going to buy your product. So it doesn't matter. They're right. not the person that you're pitching to. So who gives a rat's ass what they're doing? And right. What they're saying? Totally. Because they're never going to buy from you. So when, when you're approaching social media anyways, from a business standpoint, and you don't have a private um, profile where you're filtering everyone into your, into your network, but like if they're not going to buy from you and they're being negative, it like, wh- why are you, why do you care? That's mm. why you're on social media. Mm-hmm. It's to sell your product. It's to sell your product or service. And if they're never going to buy from you, um, and let's just say you know them in your personal life, you can restrict them. You don't have to block them. But if they are commenting things on your posts, no, they can see it. You can see it, but nobody else can see it. Right, right. Or if you're worried about somebody, like if maybe you're just like on good terms in air quotes with an ex-boyfriend <laughs> or whatever, you can restrict them. Like then, right. Then you're not worried about if they are, if mm. they, you know, they get drink they if they drink too much and they start posting on your stuff well then there you go or freaking unfollow them like if, if like right like it's there is nothing in this world that says that you have to follow everyone that you know in real life yeah yep. they're following you okay yeah. I made that very clear when I started my business and I said hey guys like so I have snapchat and that's the only social platform that I have like just people that I know and is it if yeah. you're actually friends with me here, hop on this platform. But if I don't know you, I'm not adding you. Like, this is just the way like, yeah. I never met you in real life. Like, this is for my friends. Um, and half of the videos that I record on Snapchat and I save, I put those on my Instagram story because that's where I'm the most candid. and the yeah. most myself. Yeah. Um, but at, at the same time, it's like, I'm like, if I don't follow you, I'm sorry, but there is an algorithm. And if you're posting things that I don't care about or that is not in line with my business, it, Instagram thinks that I like your content. Yeah. And I said, mm-hmm. yes, I would like your content as a friend, 
Right, right. But it's not going to help me attract more of my ideal clients. Right. That took me a very long time to actually get in and practice, though, um, because people take it very seriously. <laughs> they take it personally. <laughs> yeah, like, if something yeah. like that were to happen. And it's, it's becoming a little bit bigger than your business and realizing that if this mm-hmm. is something that you want to grow into your full-time income or if this is something that you want to grow into a full-time but you know, you're only working part-time, but you can bring a full-time income in from working part-time. Um, there are sacrifices that you have to make. And hopefully, I mean, if most of the people listening here are business owners, you understand that there are a lot of sacrifices that you have to make when you're a business owner. It's just the way that it is. Um, there's sacrifices that you have to make before of, before the gain and before the, the reward of being a business owner. Um, of course, there's little perks throughout the day, like getting to work from home, like awesome. Right, um, right. But it's, it's the... I think that back to social media, like it's, it's really not as complicated as everybody says, and you shouldn't be afraid of it. You should literally post what makes you feel good. And the part where I help is that when you're posting things, you're not making sales and you're posting things that don't make you feel good. Okay. Well, like those are not in line or one or the other. You're posting things that make you feel good or that you're, you're comfortable with, and then you're not making sales or sometimes it's a double negative. Right. Um, And it's just because whatever's going to be in line with how you feel, because social media can become very, very dry, very not toxic. It's not the right word. Cause I, I don't, wouldn't use that to describe it, but it can become very like daunting and that Mm -hmm. like ignore it. It's very easy to ignore, but then you're missing out on a ton of potential uh, with reaching people. Yeah. Um, So if you're worried about being a little bit more vulnerable, a way that you can gain a lot of trust is just put out a ton of educational content. Right teach people to do certain things. And if you're like, and like, I, so for my strategy specifically, I teach, um, I have a few inspirational and that's just something that I like to do. I think that people need inspiration to like get off their butts and do something with their life. And I remember being there and I remember reading a quote and it was like, you know, nobody's going to for Like you're only disappointing yourself if you don't do the things that you want to do. Honestly, nobody else really cares. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh no. Like <laughs> and I was in my nine to five at that point that I hated. And I was like, right. or it was like, what happens if you live every day like you are living right now? Like what happens in 10 years? And I'm like, oh right. my God, you're so <laughs> like, like oh no. Yeah, you're like, I'm yeah. not gonna be here in 10 totally. years. That's where I'm gonna be. It not <laughs> change the things that I do every day. Um and it was just I was literally scrolling Instagram and I saw it was like a meme or whatever. It was just like a quote graphic. I don't even remember who it was, but they changed my life. And, and so I, I always go and I post stuff like that. Right. right. And, um, and then I post two personal posts a month and they have nothing to do with my business. Hmm. So whether that's a hike with my family or, you know, and it, and it literally, the caption will have nothing to do with my business. And that's how people get to know me, but I'm the most candid on my stories. My feed is an educational platform and that's how I've, that's how I've positioned it. And that's just what works for me. So strategies are very different for, for different people, right? Right. You can try different things. Um, of course, people need to get to know me, but I ramble on on my stories all the time about like stubbing my toe or like putting furniture together or being like, today sucked. I'm going to bed. Have a good one. Like whatever. I'm going to make a cup of tea or have a glass of wine or whatever. And people, people know that about me. They know uh, my cousin has a hobby farm. And so I did go out there for a few months when it was really bad and snowing here. People are like, when are you going back out to the ranch? And I'm like, you guys know so much more about me than I think that you do. Totally, totally. But but they knew. And that's how I knew that people are paying attention to what I'm saying. 
Right. I, um, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I like something that you said where you're like, I post something personal two times a month. That is like, so that's what works for you. And it's so different than what you see a lot of, um, like business, business women doing where it's like, you feel sort of obligated to post every day about something that's going on. And it's just, it's not sustainable. And at least in in my opinion, I don't know, maybe I just don't have enough to say, Um, or it probably comes back to honestly, me not liking to kind of feel that vulnerable. And so it probably works for some people. Um, Or it clearly does because they've got they've got great followings, but I think it really comes down to figuring out what works for you and like the frequency that works for you. I remember when I first started, I was like, I'm going to post every single day, seven days a week, three times a day. Cause that's like (laughs) what my, that's what we did at my corporate job. Oh yeah. And I was like, at one point I, I got super burned out and I was like, this is just, Oh, it's like a pain in the ass to schedule. I just like, it was so much and I was so exhausted and turned off by it. And so for like two weeks, I probably just didn't post anything because I was just like, I need to figure out what I'm doing here. And in that time I came across somebody who was like, if, if what you're doing doesn't work, then just like change it. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) And I was like, right. I was like, Oh, how, uh, how enlightening and how obvious, like, why didn't I think about that? And so then I was like, well, I'm just going to post, I'm just going to post like once a day during the week. And if I think of something on the weekends, like I throw it on there, I like Mm -hmm. cat memes. So like I'll throw a cat meme up Mm -hmm. on the weekends, but like, I don't spend all of my time trying to do something, you know, and again, like now that gave me the time and space and I'm at a point where I'm like, oh, I feel like I can kind of iterate again. Mm -hmm. And I, I can get to a point where maybe I'm sharing something like a little bit more personal or I've gotten better at like including videos or just different things that like I wasn't doing before because I just had kind of like shackled myself to this idea of like, here's what I have to be doing. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that I didn't have to be doing that. Exactly. And I mean, like if you have an abundance of content, which I probably know, like I've worked with three people that have too much content. And other than that, people struggle to create content. And it's that's totally normal and that's totally fine. The thing that normally that I have to teach is that like take a step back. You know so much more than you think that you do. Um, taking a step back and realizing, hey, I am the expert in the thing that I offer. There are so many things that you can teach someone. Just break break one thing, like one aspect of your business down and break it down three more times. That's like five posts right there. Yeah. You only need to be talking about one thing in your posts. Like don't like I don't talk about social media marketing in one of my posts. Mm. I don't even talk about Pinterest as a whole in my marketing. I talk about specific content creating and caption writing and hashtags. And there's so many different moving parts that you probably just move right past in your business Mm -hmm. because if you do it every day. Yeah. So um, something that I really, uh, that helped me anyways, was I would talk to my dad about social media and I'd just start mm-hmm. talking to him about it. And he'd be like, whoa, 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 what's a hashtag? What's a this? What's that? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. And all of the questions that he asked, sure. I wrote down and I made into a post. 
Oh, that's a good idea. Like talk to somebody that literally is like the opposite of an expert in your field because you're not pitching yeah. to other experts in your field. So why are you creating content for them? Right. Right. Like, that's super smart. Right. Like you you are you you will sell your product and service to somebody who knows nothing about it because that, they that's what they're going to hire you for. Right, so right. By speaking to somebody in your personal life that you trust, that's obviously going to have a good attitude about it, um, yeah. that can ask you those questions back. And like, how simple? Then you yeah. literally just write down their questions verbatim. Um, and if you don't have anybody in your life, let's just say people aren't, uh, I've come across it quite often that, um, you know, you start a business online and I, I work quite pri- or a lot with uh, multi-level uh, people in multi-level marketing and it has a very negative stigma. Um, but that's just because they're not taught to market properly. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, and so then I help them quite a bit and, you know, you know, people have a very, there's a very negative stigma. So there was a lot of people who are, their families are not supportive. They yeah. probably won't be supportive until they start making money, but that's why you have to go to your network and ask your network, Hey, what questions do you have about list your, list your product? Mm-hmm. or like there's Facebook groups, Google it for heaven's sake, Google the questions that you think people might have. Yeah. Like, I, I found content ideas on freaking Yahoo answers, man. Like, <laughs> like there are so many, so many resources out there, Like you yeah. have to be a go getter and you have to go and find them. If you do not have people in your life that you can just walk up to and ask, mm. like, do not put yourself in a box. Yeah. I, that's, that's actually really good advice. I think I'm going to email my mom and dad and be like, what do you think I do? Cause I, like I talk about it sometimes and I don't necessarily go into like a, a ton of details, mm-hmm. but I honestly don't know if they like a hundred percent know, like I, they think obviously they know I work in marketing. Yeah. Obviously they know I run my own business and they kind of just from when I talk to them about it and I talk about like, Oh, you know, like I, these are the types of clients that I work with, but I don't think they probably actually know like exactly what I do. And so even just asking them like, what, what, what questions do you have? (laughs) You know, maybe once we get past, what do you do? (laughs) But even that is probably a really great thing to break down. Honestly, if it's not clear to your mom, it's probably not clear to who you're pitching to online either. Mm Like That's if it's really not really clear to your, your friends and family, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. can you do to make it more like this is what I do? And you're allowed <laughs> to say that online. You don't need to beat around the bush. Like, right. this right. is the problem that I solve. This is what I can do for you. If you are interested, let me know. If you're not, have a fantastic day. Oh, Nobody's obligated right, to buy right. Right. Nobody's obligated to buy from you. But if they're like, oh my gosh, I have that problem too. And that's why being a little bit vulnerable Mm. is is very important. So when I'm pitching, I would say like, I'm going to go on later today and be like, Hey, I was on this podcast interview. And these are some of the questions that she asked. And I was like, okay, like, because I am now an expert, I don't need this advice anymore. So unfortunately I can't use um, personal experiences because Mm -hmm. I am the expert in, because I'm service-based as well, right? Right. Um, when you're product-based, so like, let's just say, um, for example, you know, I sell uh, like essential oils. Um, what, like, I probably still struggle with like eczema or, uh, I, I should have picked a better example. Um, <laughs> um, and, and really cleaning. I think that you can use. Essential yeah, oils. I think, I feel like, and, um, 
thieves. That's yeah, what I see yeah. my essential oil friends. And yeah, it's like, like I, you know, I, I like my my mom has super, super, super sensitive skin, so she has to be so careful with the things mm-hmm. for one that she burns in the house, and yeah. for two that she even uses for like laundry detergent. Yes, and so like let's just say like or even me sharing that story can somebody yeah. else will be like oh my gosh that's me too what do you use like I've had a rash mm. for like eight years because I can't find a lotion or like I'm not gonna <laughs> not wash my clothes like that's gross right 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 um and so that's the problem that you're solving and that's where you can you can more or less use personal experiences um mm. another thing that I do is when you know when I first started my business these are the struggles that I had with social media yeah. um I also grew up with a phone in my hand. So mm-hmm. social media definitely comes very natural to me um, because I grew up with it. Like I've had Instagram and Facebook since the day that they were created and I've right. watched them grow. Of course, I was just a consumer at that point, but you're you're absorbing a lot more information than you think that you are when you're yeah. literally using something every day. That would be like me playing guitar every day right, for right. Like an hour or more mm-hmm. because of you know, mm-hmm. how much time you can waste on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I despise my screen time reports when they come in on Sunday nights. I'm like, I'm so ah, sorry. Don't tell, don't tell me this. It's so so it's so horrible. Yeah. Like, think of and it's per day too. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, so I spent way too much time on like Safari. Like what was I doing? <laughs> like, why was I reading that blog post for four days? Like I don't understand. Like and it's it's great to do a time audit. Like for me, mm. when Instagram is high, I know that I was on there engaging with people. And like, cause I rarely scroll on Instagram just because sure. like, I, unless I'm doing market research, um, sometimes Snapchat's a little bit too high. Me and my friends mm-hmm. go on tangents. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And then I'm like, okay, I've spent too much time hanging out with my friends on, on social media this month or this week or whatever it is. Right. right? right. Um, so those insights, but as long as you're using that to correct your behavior and improve your business, I think it's really good. If you yeah. just like see it and like feel like shit or. <laughs> and then like yeah, move right. on with your life um then that that's not productive that yeah. just like that just like like pokes you with a pin and then you move on with your life like what's the point right mm-hmm. so I think that they're very good but you have to go into it with a okay what can I improve for next week and just, totally. like give it a shot right like go into it with an right. open mind and just give it a shot right absolutely so what is one of the biggest mistakes then that you see like your clients making when they come to you when it comes to social media? Oh my gosh, this one's like the easiest question. So it's, it's, this is my favorite question, but mm-hmm. it's like, I, I see it so it much. And it's, yeah, it's selling without providing value. Mm-hmm. So telling me, Hey, buy my product, buy my product, buy my, you are going, people are going to run away from you. Right. Right. If they do not know what you can do for them and educate them on the product that you solve, they're not going to buy it. Like, unless, so I was dealing with a guy and he has a clothing line and he's like, oh yeah, I've made, I made a hundred dollars in sales last month. And I said, were they people that you know, or were they strangers? And he was like, oh yeah, no, it was all people that I know. I said, then your marketing isn't working. These are just people that you, that love you and that are supporting you. But like, are you expecting them to buy your product for the rest of your life? Like, (laughs) probably not. You know, I mean, a hundred bucks in your first month when you launch a new thing is awesome. Like, that's great. Good for you. Um, But that was probably the equivalent to three t-shirts that he sold. Right. So you sold three t-shirts to your, like, your mom and your best friend and your grandma. Like, (laughs) that is, there's nothing wrong with Right, right. Absolutely. But that's not a sustainable sustainable. No, totally. Um, Or, and this is the biggest thing that I I run into in multi-level marketing. I think multi-level marketing is a great business, um, 
I almost forget the word model. for it. Model, thank model. you. Yes, yes. It's a great business model and people can make money doing it, but they do not teach you how to market properly. They teach you to push products. And okay, I shouldn't generalize because I've seen lots of people do it very, very well. And I've seen, but most of the time people do not do it well. And if you're, if you're in multi-level marketing and you're afraid to post, it's literally because they're not teaching you how to market right. And you don't feel in line. <clears throat> for one, maybe you, you signed up yeah. for a product that you don't actually care about. Because that could be the fact as well. Yep. If you're selling a product, you need to use it for it to be effective. Because if you don't use it, people are going to see right through you. And you, they're not going to purchase from you. Um, and so it's it's providing value. So, like, honestly, like, uh, okay, so clearly... Um, essential oils was not the greatest example. What's another one? Like, okay, protein powder and like, um, like fitness. They like vitamins. Yes. So that kind of stuff. So you are not protein powder. (laughs) Okay. You are not protein powder. Your page should not be about protein powder and supplements. Your page should be about fitness. And Hey, these are the products that I use that get me the results that I love. And this is how I can look like this. Or this is how I am on, come with me on the journey. Like you don't need to have a six pack to sell protein powder. Say like, this is, I'm going on this journey. These products are unreal and I love them. But let's go and work out today together. It should be more of an accountability. Um, And and honestly, like if if you're selling and you're not working out, people are not going to buy from you. Like they're not, they're like people, they will see right through you. And I guarantee you that. So you have to practice what you preach, especially when you're selling a product or service. If you sell earrings and you don't wear your own earrings, people are going to be like, um, you don't even wear your own freaking bra. Yeah. They will see that. You could be out and about at Walmart and be like, oh, I'm wearing my XYZ earrings today. They go really well with this outfit. If you got a red shirt, these go really well with it. Like, I don't like, it's literally that simple. You can give basic life examples of somebody's like, oh my gosh, I wear red a lot. I need those. Totally. Totally. It makes a lot of sense. It does. And it's it's, seriously, it's that simple. And we definitely overcomplicate social media. And you get to that point where like, just remember you are not your product. Your product should be a tool in which you use to achieve the results that you want. Even if you're a service-based business, yeah, what you provide is a tool to help somebody improve their life. The yeah. minute that you stop focusing on sales and you start focusing on the transformation that you provide and like, okay, like the best marketing strategy is to like care. Okay. Like yeah. caring, care yeah. about the, the results that you provide. Right. If you it's- care about money, you're still probably going to make some, but you're never going to have a sustainable business. Right. I think um, the that's a really great way to kind of phrase, and I call it like uh, I call it nacho cheese marketing. When like somebody can just tell that it gives them that like used car or salesman feeling, mm-hmm. where if you are just 
and and multi-level marketing, like unfortunately, is a really good example mm-hmm. of that because mm-hmm. so often like they're teaching you to just like kind of copy and paste what somebody else has already created. And that doesn't always feel authentic. There's some Absolutely. some of my friends were like they slide into that role and I'm like, oh, totally makes sense. Like, because I know you in real life, I talk to you all the time. And so this totally fits with your MO and I can see and hear you saying things like this. Yes. There are others that I'm just like, if it were me and I start doing that, people would be like, what, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Did, mm-hmm. did she have a stroke? Like, is this a so new, true. is she an alien now? Like because, something went wrong. Like, yes, because it just wouldn't feel, it would not feel genuine or authentic. And so I think you just, and that equates, I think, into any business that isn't a multi-level marketing business. Like if I'm showing up and I'm talking in a way that feels disingenuous to who I am, it it shows and people are automatically like, they they may not know why, but their like little spidey sense goes off and they're like, ah, something is like not quite right here. Like what what is going on? And it immediately kind of destroys that trust factor that you need to be able to sell to people because they're just like, I I don't 100% believe that you're selling something to me that I actually need totally. or that's actually going to work. Like something is off here. And I'm not going to purchase because of that. And you know what? Like, like you said it perfectly, honestly. And and it's it's that people will then walk into your business suspicious, and you have mm-hmm. to work ten times harder to change their mind than if you were to just say, "Oh my gosh, I smell unreal today. I wish you guys could smell me. I'm using this oil." Walk away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's creating it's creating a little bit of curiosity and showing how you implement it to your day to day life. Mm-hmm. And if if you look at your feed and your top six posts are not of your face, if they're only of products, stop it <laughs> right <laughs> now. You are not your product. What you mm-hmm. should do is you should treat your page like a personal page and then just pretend that people are asking you about the plants that you have in your house or the mirror that you have or the coffee that you're drinking. It should just be a basic thing. Mm-hmm. that you use in your life but you should be treating your social media more as like a lifestyle page or a blog page than a business page mm-hmm. because the people that you're selling to are regular people yeah and then if if they like the product enough then pitch the business idea yeah if you lead with the business idea people are like i'm out like it's 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 extremely quick that they're like because they pitch that it's so easy to do and all you have to do is take their marketing material and use it. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. Yes, mm-hmm. you can totally do that, but you won't make money. Right, right, right. So yeah, like they're not lying when they're pitching that it's easy. But the thing is, is you should be taking their marketing material and using it as inspiration and creating your own because people can tell when it's stock photo and not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can tell how much you care and how much effort you're putting in. Like, it's a ton of work being a business owner, even if you're selling somebody else's product. It is Absolutely. a ton of work. Yeah, I think it all comes down to uh, being authentic. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, that's, um, it's just, it, but it's harder than it sounds mm-hmm. to do. It mm-hmm. really is because you do have to put out 
that vulnerability and you do have to, you do have to be able to like churn out content. Um, but it's, it's not so much about like the volume, it's about the quality and the consistency of it. So even if like you only post a couple times a week, if that content is very genuine, it's valuable or adds value to your audience's lives and, and you do it consistently, like that's totally, that works and that's, that's okay. And I say that like, I heed my own advice. I should be, I should, I'm going to have to play this back and yeah. be like, listen to what you said, yeah. Caitlin. Well, and you know what? It's true. It's honestly, it's true. Instagram will reward you for posting two times a week for a year, then posting five times, then two times, then three times. It's not about the quantity. It is not about the quantity. I literally post three times a week because that is what's sustainable to me. That yeah. is where I feel like I can provide a ton of value. Hmm. And I've done that since I began and I've grown a six-figure business. Like, yeah. and I post three times a week. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever posted more than that. I show up on stories every day. Sometimes it's a meme. Like, sometimes it's not even my face, but I make an appearance at least on stories once a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. It could be a quote. It could be like a, right, right. like, I feel like crap. But I'm I'm also pretty candid in being like, I, like have my period and I don't feel like talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but some people are like, I feel you. And then they're like, or like, even if you like, let's just say like, I like I had a migraine like two weeks ago. I have never had a migraine before in my whole life. And I went on my story and I literally posted a black screen and I was like, I have a migraine. What do I do? And I got like floods of people like, like people care. Yeah. They care. And people are watching. Is is It's when you start asking the questions that don't have anything to do with your business. So like, okay, I challenge you on like one Monday, ask a question that has to do with your personal life. And then, then the, fo- the following Monday, ask a question to do with your business. I guarantee you, you will get more engagement on the personal post. Right, right. Because totally. people, people don't think that you're like, oh, if I answer this, then she's going to pitch to me. Even if yes. you're like, this is for market research and I will not pitch to you. People are still very apprehensive to share what they're struggling with. But somebody else is like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I get migraines too. Right. Like, totally. I don't know why it's, it's, there's such a big difference, but there is. Um. I mean, you can still get engagement on both, but that yeah. just proves that people want to know about your personal life. People are nosy. Like, why do you think that reality TV is so popular? Because people totally. are nosy and they want to know what your life is like. I mean, obviously there's tons of drama and things like that. And I really hope that your <laughs> life is not like that because I feel sorry for you. But like, you know, obviously it's made for TV, right? Um, but the people are very interested in what you're doing with your life. Yeah. Whether they say something or not, like you never know who's lurking and who sees all of your stories, but just never says anything. Right. So show up for those people because eventually when you say, Hey, I'm selling this and this is on sale today, people will come out of the woodwork and it will almost feel like you did no work for it because you're like, I've never had a conversation with this person in my life and they just purchased from me. Right. It's like, they probably been watching you for months. Right. Right. Cause they're building that they're in that that trust building Mm -hmm. phase where they're like, okay, do this person like seem legit? Do they really have the authority to be talking about this? Mm -hmm. Is it, you know, they kind of, they have to feel you out. It's Mm -hmm. um, kind of listening to you talk, like building a, a social media relationship with your followers is not actually that much different than building like a real life it's literally exactly the same, except yeah. for like you don't need to brush your teeth because it's on over a <laughs> Like, I mean, please brush your teeth, but like, 
Right. I love that. Yeah, you can't tell if I haven't showered or washed my hair. No, 100%. Like, I'm in my pajamas and I put a hoodie on. Like, fantastic. Like, I could have, I could have put a nicer sweater on, but it's fine. Like, nobody cares. Like, you know, I'm in in sweatpants and and snow boots because I have to leave right after our interview. (laughs) And, like, so, like, in real life, you actually don't even get this. Plus, like, how many, I didn't even do the calculation how many miles we are apart. And we still get to have this experience together. Yeah. Yeah. Like the internet gives you so much opportunity that you're missing out if you're not on it. But I understand why lots of people are not on it because right. it, it's totally intimidating. Um, but that's why I'm here. And that's why there's experts. That's why there's other marketing experts or branding experts because mm-hmm. like I, I know a little bit about like basic, I mean, basic marketing. I mean, if a local business approached me, I'd be like, what are newspapers? I don't know. Like I, I <laughs> would not know how to help them unless they were interested in getting on social media, right? Yeah, sorry. We got a new puppy who is freaking my daughter out. She's fine. Um, it's totally. a little scary. They can be scary. I yes. He, he yeah. like. He's new and he's very curious. He's a he's a puppy puppy too. Yes, yes. So then he's like in her face and mm-hmm. she's like, <gasps> not, a no, not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> See, this is like, this is probably the stuff I should talk about on my social media and like these moments. I'm just so much better when it's like face to face and I can like mm-hmm. see people's reactions and things like that. But I need to get over it. Yes. Is- and it's showing up for the people who are lurking because I guarantee you there's, I don't even care if you have 200 or 300 followers or 12 followers. People are watching you. People are right. nosy. I guarantee you people are watching you. But the minute that you are spammy, that you're not positioning yeah. your product properly, that's when you're going to turn them right off. And then it's going to be a ton more work for you totally. to sell to them. Totally. And if you find that it's a grind right now, it's probably because your first impression wasn't so awesome. Mm, That makes a lot of sense. And it's okay, but it's, it's going to be a little bit of work to, to, um, to get back from that. Or you could be a part of multi-level marketing and like, I've totally given up and you're just like, yeah, I haven't touched my page in like six months. Yeah. You can, you can restart. There's no no such thing as like, there's no bad, you you can delete. Right. (laughs) If you want to. Or right. you can show like, hey, this is this is my journey and this is where I've come from. And this is this is as good as it's gotten for me. Mm. Um, yeah, totally. Using that story and saying like and, and illustrating like because, again, that's just one more way that people can identify with you. Absolutely. Man, I just get seriously. I just need to take my own my own advice when I'm talking. It's so easy when I'm talking to people. Like, oh, totally. I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, I know yeah, it is. it's authentic. Yeah. And then, uh, no, it just kind of figures yeah, out. <laughs> yeah. And, and when you're emotionally invested you're in, in your own business, it is harder. It yeah. is harder. So yeah. even if, like, if you were your best friend, how would you tell, like, what advice would you give yourself? It'd probably right. just to be, like, just freaking do it. <laughs> right, right. You're awesome. Do it. Is what my best friend would tell me. Totally. Stop being a loser and just do it. Like Like, you're funny and you are you are everything that you think that you're not. Right. Totally. Totally. Well, this this has been a great conversation. I have learned a ton. I am excited to try. I feel like you've pulled me out of my funk a little bit. (laughs) Um, so I'm very excited. Thank you for your time. If listeners 
want to connect, where can they find you? Yeah. So um, on Instagram is the best place to, to hang out with me. It's where I hang out the most. So it's just at Gina Tallarico, just my first and last name. Um, so G-I-N-A-T-A-L-A-R-I-C-O. So you'll be able to find me there. And then I do have a Facebook group as well that I just do exclusive trainings once a month. Um, and it's called the Social Media Collective. Uh, so you can search me up there as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Gina is so much fun to talk to, and I thought her insights about showing up on social media were so insightful, especially as someone who doesn't really like to show up in that space. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode, and if you did, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Startup Marketing to help other women like you find this podcast. Until next time.